Hi, everybody, and welcome to a mini episode of No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Brendan, and time is a circle. I'm Pippin, and I've seen more locks. <laughs> I'm Alex, and imagine four balls at the edge of a cliff. Jesus. <laughs> is this a video game reference? No. Kinda. Ah, you fuckers. <laughs> I'm Cat, and I can't believe I'm the only one to do this, but time, 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 what has become of me? I thought it was see what's become of me. Fuck you, Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Brendan, and time is a circle. <laughs> I was also trying to remember the line from uh, uh, The Prince of Persia. <laughs> Why are you all doing video games? Because it's time travel. <laughs> time travel is a trope that happens a lot in video games. It's a really great mechanic to use. Oh, well, yeah. Wait. Yep. So, guys, this is a mini episode. It means yeah. that we don't yeah. talk about a particular story. We're yeah. just, nope. you know bullshitting about something we want to talk about it sounds like we're talking about time travel yeah today we're talking about time travel what and i and i felt it was appropriate because you know what guys it's 2020 this year is a leap year Nuh-uh. <laughs> yeah yeah it is ah, that means february is gonna last even longer than normal fuck that <laughs> but it's oh. your birthday month look at it that way it's that is true birthday. wow <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like thinking of every birthday song. Like, you know, I'll cry if I want to. Uh, I was just remembering Thor Ragnarok. This is how I am. Which doesn't involve time travel, but the MCU now does. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was literally the best. Like, that was, that was my, I appreciated it. I appreciate circular shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> and Groundhog's Day. Yeah. I was going to ask. Well, I was hoping at some point we'd talk about is it does Groundhog's Day count as time travel? It's a loop. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's assuming loops count. It's all right. Does time travel require travel or does it require just fucking with time? I generally kind of lump it into one big category where it's just like time, time fuckery is, is fair game. I was mm. thinking the exact same phrase. Time, <laughs> time fuckery. fuckery. <laughs> that's the name of my my next novel no. in Groundhog's Day that's uh, time travel fucks with uh, Bill Murray's character well because like if you're in a loop you're essentially traveling back to the day before or X number of time See, units before yeah it, like he's not voluntarily doing it but it's happening well and also it presupposes a particular kind of time mechanics which is yeah. that what you do in the past affects the future as opposed to some time travel, where, let's say, you end up in just alternating, like, yeah, you go back to the past, but it's not really your past. It's a slightly different variant. Alternate universes! So whatever you do back then doesn't actually affect your present. The first time I ever encountered that mechanic was a Michael Crichton novel, mm. uh, Timeline. It's was involving quantum wibbly wobbliness, but it's like, yeah, you're just going to a parallel universe that just happens to be X number of years in the past. So weird. 
So there was actually a fantastic um, short story by somebody called uh, Mozart Mirror Shades, uh-huh. <laughs> where uh, a corporation in the future is going back in time into slightly different alternate realities to mine the cultural uh, <laughs> stuff from, uh, uh, you know, so, so for instance, hitting up Mozart when he's like 17 or whatever. Yeah. Um, however, it's it's a reciprocal back and forth. So the people in that alternate past are also being affected by these corporation people and are busy doing their own fucking thing. Take <laughs> like just uh, uh, becoming uh, modern, developed, like developing in a weird new way and, and fucking over the corporation, which I'm in favor of, of course. Uh, uh, it's a great Bruce, story. It's by Bruce Sterling and Louis Schreiner. Ah, Schreiner. Fantastic. Mm. Now, uh, have, have any of you read... Uh hugo award-winning novel uh to say nothing of the dog no i recently no. read that one uh is that is that the no i have not there <laughs> it involves uh historians going back in time and mostly like uh the the, the rules as established there is that yes it's the past but like the timeline is always self-correcting Ooh. so like <laughs> except in the novel uh oops there are certain times when it's um not. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the way like modern Doctor Who works? Like there are fixed points. Like no matter what you do, you can't fuck up those particular ones. Yeah, Pompeii um, is always going to happen. Yeah, yeah, and like Rose's dad always dies or something. Yeah. Um there's no time other- things fuck that person in particular. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. One of my favorite uh, jokes, by the way. <laughs> fuck these six fish. Yeah, also, I can't believe that in the introductions, uh, I, and nobody else, uh, mentioned wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll go back in time and change or, it. Yeah! <laughs> My name is Rose Tyler, and this is how I died. Oh, God. <laughs> I need to rewatch that, because I think it'd, it'd be heartbreaking again. I think I need to watch it as I am now, as opposed to who I was when I first saw it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes... Stories hit differently uh, at different stages of your life. Hey, have you guys ever had that experience where you read something and you're like, you know what? There's something here that I don't think I'm getting now. Let me see this again in like five years. I had something similar with uh, experiencing Lord of the Rings. So, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Huh. Neat. I mean, a bit more appreciation for it. The Lord of the Rings right now just hits differently what with the world right now. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because, mm. you know, you... you uh, read or listen to Sam West's speech of of why are we still doing this? Uh, and because there are some things worth fighting for. Oh my god! Or Frodo going, I don't want to do this, and uh, I don't want to be a part of this. And Gandalf's like, nobody who's a part of this uh, wants to be. Uh, but that's not for us to say. All we can do is work with what we're given. Uh, anyway, my point is uh, the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> And it's not a time travel story, but it's real great anyway. It's good source material. Like, and who and who's to say it doesn't involve time travel? We, we don't, don't know. know. That's true. I'm sure if we go into the Silmarillion, we can probably find some evidence of time fuckery there, because who knows? Clearly the answer is we have to tweet at Stephen Colbert and ask. <laughs> I mean, the only he'd way probably to know. solve it. The <laughs> only... Fuck reading it ourselves. No. 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 I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> time. Time travel, you guys. We, we made it work! Back. 
uh, man. Um, so, yes. I know we, we geeked about, uh, time travel here for a good few minutes. Uh, what is everybody's, like, at least not favorite time travel story because that's always a big ask. Oh, I know what mine but is. But like, oh, God damn it. Don't worry. It's not going to be yours, Pip. Oh, fair well, enough. Here, no, my thing is, God damn it. You're prepared. Me, I'm like, oh shit. What is my favorite time travel story? I it's know. a hard question, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of curious. Yeah, no, fair. So Kat, go first. Uh, so, <laughs> so my favorite time travel story is Connie Willis's The Doomsday Book. Hmm. Um, it's- Connie Willis also wrote To Say Nothing of the Dog. Oh, yes. God damn. Wait, it might be set in the same universe. Probably Wait, is it is. The Weird Historians? Yes. Wait, what, what would you say it was? The Doomsday Book? Yeah, the Doomsday Book. Yeah, totally. Uh, Amazing. Okay, so these are weird historians in a very near future who have figured out how to go travel back in time. Um, Mm -hmm. And yes, it is self-correcting. But in this case, it's, this one's set with, um, like, the, they're traveling back to a, um, to medieval period, to a particular area. It's supposed to be a test of going there. Oh. There's a young grad student who's been working this entire time. She's been learning the language. Uh, she's been doing like all this research and she's been really into the idea of, you know, getting to be one of those really hot shot grad students, you know? Mm, um, grad students. Right? Wait, uh, <laughs> wait, if any of my grad students are listening to this, I love you. I didn't mean that about you. <laughs> if any of my grad students are listening, you fucking know what you did. So anyway, <laughs> um, so there's some wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. She ends up going back in time and it's this amazing, demonstration of how history as we know it is just what was written down recorded and is as subject to the folk process as anything else Mm. nice so she goes back in time it's supposed to be a safe area Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be you know there's you know she's supposed to know what the language is it's supposed to be all really well recorded she shows up and it's it's not safe um the plague is, is coming to town Oh. <laughs> um, and she can't do the language and, uh, because it's not, you know, it's some weird amalgam that they like just couldn't predict. I mean, they could have if they thought about it, but no, mm. but you still can't because it's people, it's humans. And there's all that. Meanwhile, there's like a B plot going on in the present time, which is wild. Uh, but basically it is at, at the, at the core of it, it's a story, leaving aside the mechanics, it's a story about the importance of people, even if they ha- bear no importance to history as a whole. It doesn't matter if their lives meant anything to the grand scheme. Every person is still important just because of who they are. Yeah. Aww. It's a book that makes me cry. It's the only book that makes me cry every time I read it. So I don't know if you'll get quite as much of a kick out of a, uh, to say nothing of the dog, mm-hmm. but they go back to the Victorian era. <laughs> I would love to visit the the universe again. I had no, I, like, I knew that there were more, but I didn't like mm-hmm. think about it. Think about it. No, it's it's good. Uh, it took me a little while to get into it as a as a reader, but uh, that then when I got in, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm at the end of the book now. How did this happen? Huh. <laughs> I'm invested now. Another <laughs> yeah, another uh, story story book in the same universe came out in 2010. So it says uh, Wikipedia. Oh, goddamn. Uh, blackout slash all clear. Uh, see, I, 
I've only read the one book and it like, I think it's a Hugo winner and a Nebula yeah. winner and a this and a that. Cause it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Cool. I'm on Wikipedia double checking all these things because of who Thanks. I am as a person. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's you're, me. That's you're just me. extra. <laughs> so, uh, who wants to go next? Yeah. I'm going to go, uh, to, uh, video games. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And uh, talk about The Legend of Zelda, because of course I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're you. Yeah. You're you. I mean, yeah. Y'all are all y'all. <laughs> I, that That's why I was late. Not that I'm ever late. I'm totally on top of things all the time. But that's why I was late, because I was playing Zelda and lost track of the time. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, nice. I was climbing Death Mountain. Leave me alone. <laughs> nice. So in Ocarina of Time, there's a whole, whole entire yo who sticks to sword in the pedestal. You can go. Oh, back seven years or forward seven years, and like, and that, and that, and, and that we have a an, a, a stable kind of loop kind of thing going, or at least a paradox, because uh, you learn something from the future and apply it to the past. It's like, oh, that's where that door is. Oh, I do like those. Yep. Well, in this case, uh, it was learning a song that you that you played from um, from the guy you, yes. that you played it to. <laughs> and drove him insane. Yeah. yeah. You learn it as an adult because this guy is all like, this song is just stuck in my head for the rest of forever. It's the fucking worst. Uh, to listen to the song, it's stuck in my head forever. Some little twerp taught it to me seven years ago. And you're like, little twerp seven years ago, huh? Oh. So you go back in time and teach him the song he just told you. <laughs> Thus driving him crazy. <laughs> oh, good times. And I, and you're like, ah, oh, that's nice. And like, but where did the song come from? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. A classic time paradox. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice trick. Thank you, the Foley artist. <laughs> <laughs> I have a music box. Uh, I gave it to him for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Has it driven you mad? Nerds. Yet? It's true. We're all nerds. Like, what? Except nerds for on me. a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll keep going. But then we have the immediate sequel to that game, Majora's Mask. And in that game, you got three days to save the fucking world, or you die. Everyone dies. There's a fucking a fucking moon's gonna a fall. Creepy ass moon. Yeah. Uh and so what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? And Link's answer? Just gonna go back and fucking time it and uh try again. Link's all like, wait, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> wait, isn't there a I'm I'm certain, Alex, you made me watch a rundown of like the eight billion different ways time works in the different games. I may have made you watch a video a video essay. At some point. Either that or you were the one who told me about the eight different ways that time works. Am I thinking of our own podcast? Fuck. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, well, yeah. And in Majora's Mask, uh, you learn everyone's schedules. You groundhog day. You, you, you groundhog day it. But in this case, you have three days. And, uh, that's just, you know, fun. But like each time you do something, like, like, uh, each time you, like, beat a boss, it still, it somehow sticks. <laughs> because fuck you, that's why. 
They're fixed points in time, Alex. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, then there's a, like, Oracle of Ages, which I have not played in forever, wherein you go oh, back and forth between uh, 500, 500 years in the past and the present. Lucky it's fun. Yeah. Well, what I, what I love about the Zelda thing is how upset nerds get about it. Right. <laughs> uh, cause the, the whole Zelda timeline, cause it's a billion games at this point, is a subject of much debate and, uh, which game happened when and there's an official timeline and there's people's opinions about that official timeline. Uh, and, you know, the weird things of things not matching between games. Uh, like, why does Lake Hylia keep moving? You know, it's a fucking huge lake. It shouldn't be even with the amount of time, it shouldn't be moving like that. Uh, and I think it's because it's all uh, secretly oral tradition through the games, but that's me. I mean, that makes the most sense. That's why names keep repeating. Um, but like, uh, when they when the when they made the Historia, they're like, okay, we have like seventeen games. Like, not all of them can. That's no matter how um, what we say. And like timelines. <laughs> Free branching timelines and of of one when you're an adult, one when when you're a child, all that, and you save the day, and one where you fucking die. I feel like we we did talk about this during the Zelda episode. We did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, um, it's just really great. No, no, like legit. No, no, I was just realizing. No, it wasn't a video essay. I just apparently retained something from the podcast. I'm so Weird. proud of you. Nice. Thank you. It's yeah. almost like I listened to you guys or something. Yeah. Almost. Yes. Had to happen Sounds eventually. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> but actually, cool. that, that gets back to, um, uh, the, uh, Pippin's theory, what you, what you just said, Pip, about, uh, how it's all folklore. That yeah. was the issue in, uh, Doomsday Book. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Tying it in, tying it in. There you go. I, if, okay. for the record, I think my, uh, theory would upset Zelda fans, but, you know, whatever. Probably. Nerds. Yes, they're nerds. My theory is clearly <laughs> the right one. Well, my theory is that, is that the land is magic and is, is moving uh, is moving itself on purpose. The land is saying "fuck you." <laughs> yeah. Well, when magic gets involved, all rules go out the window. It's true. Um, cool. So, uh, you have anything else, Al? Like, uh, I have like a kind of a jokey joke of about how I about like going into a random tangent about editors. <laughs> and they have like ed- editors. They have a, have a number of jobs. They make, make sure your your story is you know concise. They make sure that that your your story makes sense. They make sure or that your story is approachable to who who uh, audiences. And they they talk you out of writing eight different timelines. Do they? Yeah. Well, do you? Are all the timelines necessary? What if we got <laughs> down to just five? I mean, writing a time travel story is really hard to keep all your uh, data True. straight. Yeah. It's like, which is harder, writing a time travel story or a mystery story? Ooh. Ooh. Time travel mystery. <gasps> oh, no. Yes. Hard, <laughs> hard mode engaged. Yes. Oh, man, I want it so bad. Oh, there's the video game. I, I believe that's the video game Elsinore. Haha. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that uh, about Hamlet? Yes. Nice. You're, you're playing. A, you're playing Ophelia, 
and trying not to die. Yeah, good luck huh. with that. Sorry, that was well, kind of to say it with flowers. Um, that's for remembrance. Cool. Do you want to go or should I? Uh, you can go, Pip. All right, this is tough because there's a lot of good time travel uh stories out there. Right. You have some classic ones, some great modern ones. My Forever Boo Star Trek uh, <laughs> has some time travel. Some. So just a little bit. Just 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 a suspicion. A sousong. A sousong. But But you. What what calls to you, Pippin? Yeah, um the the thing that I've most recently loved that involves time travel. Uh, and I, I believe I've mentioned it before, and, uh, if given half the opportunity, I won't shut up about it. <laughs> Fight me, cat. <laughs> uh, is, uh, this is how you lose the time war by, uh. Mm. <laughs> I recently finished that, yeah. Yes! Oh, I'm not alone! Uh, <laughs> I have also read it. Yeah, but you didn't get it. Wow! You, you didn't, you didn't feel what I felt. <laughs> Cause the book made me cry. Aww. Because, spoilers for this is how you lose time war. But by the end of the, towards the end of the book when, uh, Blue died, I realized that I had become red in love with Blue. Clever trick. Uh, and so I was just like, tear streaming, couldn't see the page crying. Oh wow. Yeah, no, it was bad. <laughs> see, that's how I feel about Doomsday Book. <laughs> Yeah, no, which is part of what made me, uh, uh, pick this one. But in This Is How You Lose a Time War, there are two agents of two different rival, uh, time factions, I guess. Time gangs. Shit. <laughs> I was a jet. Um, <laughs> uh, there, Red works for, I don't remember the name of Red's faction. It's like a weird computer thing. Yeah, a weird computer yeah. thing that has a name. And Blue works for the more... Garden. Uh, works for Garden. Yep. Uh, I remembered that one. Because <laughs> I love Garden. Uh, it was just more Earth and trees. And they're both fighting... What, only one of them can exist in the future. And they're both fighting for that future by doing time shenanigans and uh, spy shit in the past. And they're different timelines. They're basically stranding them, braiding them together, going up and down the strands... And all of these different lives. Uh, and but it's blue and red are the best of the best. They are the best at what they do. But and then, but but they start sending messages yes. to each other, letters. Yes, uh, it's an epistolary novel. So you and your fancy words. <laughs> I love Listen. epistolary novels. It's pretty great. Uh, it starts off as them writing to each other, and it gets more and more involved. Uh, they get involved in each other's past and not just the past of the world. Uh, and then, then they realize, like with most spies, uh, the only persons whose side they're already on is each other's. It's very good omens, I have to say. It's like, you know, when you've been around your enemy for long enough, you have more in common with them than you have with your yeah. Yeah, allies. Though, you know, I don't think Crody or Zarephel have ever fantasized about what it would, what it would be like to rip out the other one's heart. I mean, you know, we don't know. You don't know don't. them, Pippin. I mean, I mean, that's fair. Well, cause like it starts off with them complimenting each other's work and then complimenting each other and then, yeah. And even at the end, there's, uh, cause 
red is part of blue's death which is part of why i cried because red didn't want red didn't want any of this <laughs> uh, but in, at the end blue is still complimenting red's work yep yo it's super proud but it's a great novel and it makes references to modern songs and then goes like it says the song lyric and goes as the prophets say yeah <laughs> so my future's so bright i gotta wear shades as the prophets say and that is the title of my dumb Spotify mix I made <laughs> for nice. for Time War. It's called As the Prophets Say. Uh and it's got songs about uh violent love and songs from Steven Universe. Of <laughs> but course. Will you link it in the show notes? Yes. Sure. Woo! <gasps> yeah, no, that's a great <sighs> That was a good book. It's such a good book. <laughs> I just remembered that Harry Potter technically has time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Not technically, like that's the plot of the entire third book. I know, and but it's just <laughs> one book out of the seven. And why it's a freaking terrible idea to give a third grader basically? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, thirteen is not trap. third grade. I know, but but third a years. freshman year in high school, yeah. <laughs> and it's such a plot contrivance that they all got destroyed <laughs> in the fifth book. Whoops. Well, because if they existed, then you're like, well, shit, that's how to solve this problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that's a lesson in writing yourselves into a corner, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Uh, Or if you're writing a long series that doesn't involve time travel devices and suddenly you think, yeah, I'll throw in a time travel device. Don't. Don't Don't do it. (laughs) Or, Or if you're planning on doing that, it's the plan all along. And then you put subtle things in your first works that suddenly makes sense i don't know the, that would be really difficult and potentially backfire counterpoint prisoner of Azkaban is the best book of the series it is yeah yeah Man, yeah well, wait, that's what it, made me the, a fan that book yeah same it, is it but is it it's the best book because it has uh, that la i know from lupin you should have known peter that if, if voldemort didn't kill you we would yeah. <laughs> like, uh, all of a sudden sunglasses appear from nowhere yeah! <laughs> anyway anyway this is not a harry potter podcast either no nope. not by any means have we done harry potter yet nope oh no nope. keep Two that fucking selves anyway so it's just me now right yep yep, yep. so it's it, it's it's hard to come up with a favorite right yes uh <laughs> I was I was tempted to joke about the Zyborn clock just so that only me and Al would uh have a laugh. <laughs> God damn it. But but I'm not gonna do that to you because it's a terrible opener. I um, <laughs> I thought about doing Prince of Persia, not because I love it, but just so Cat would be excluded. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking Wow. Oh, yeah, Prince well that's okay because I almost um I, I realized after I gave my thing that I actually have yet another really cool favorite one and i'm like oh well shit but it's not the one that made me cry it's just my favorite mechanics one i think i can but and i think i can and like quote the entire like the quote the princess b age from princess per hersia up from memory like that's what i was trying to remember earlier but anyway I, Brendan still some needs to say do. time is like a river oh, flow uh, smooth and sure in one direction swung swift, swung swift and sure in one direction ah. and but it's actually um, it's more an like an ocean, ocean in a storm yeah. Which, okay, weird analogies, Prince. Cool. But that's not what I'm going to be focusing on here, because you know what really got me liking time travel as a mechanic at all? Mm-hmm. 
is uh, Pip mentioned talking about classic time travel stories. What's more classic than our 1985 or uh, time traveling teenager, oh. Marty McFly and Back to the Frickin' Future? Fair. <laughs> yeah. I briefly thought about that earlier and then it then completely dropped out of my head. That's fair because I wanted to hold on to it. Um, <laughs> no, like, again, from a mechanic standpoint, it doesn't make that much sense because if you affected the past – and it was all one timeline, you'd be uh, having immediate changes to your uh, present self. But you know what? Time works on weird delays. Cool. And yeah, it's just the you know classic story of a boy traveling back in time and preventing his parents from, nah, you know. Not banging. <laughs> not banging. Yeah. Well, falling in love, Alex. This is PG-13 here. Come on. His dad was a peeper. That's like step one to sexual assault. But anyway. <laughs> but like, you know, we, we, we fixed George by the end of the movie. But like, I don't know. It's, it just has like fun to it. It's, it's what makes time travel fun. That's the flux capacitor. The flux capacitor. Although, is anybody else here remembering John Mulaney's entire bit about? Is <laughs> 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 this did. And he's real lazy. And his best friend is, get this, a disgraced <laughs> nuclear physicist. <laughs> <laughs> and they travel back in time. And, and they, they stop, stop the, and they stop the Kennedy assassination. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that, that's a really good idea. We didn't, we didn't think of that. Well, we thought, well, we thought. <laughs> <laughs> That he should go back in time and, well, you know, try to get his... Get, I forget the rest of it. Yeah, we oh. don't have to rehash John Mulaney bits well, here. what we, we can do is link uh, to them in the show notes. Yeah! Exactly. We don't have to. <laughs> but it's fun. We, we often do. <laughs> but I'm not, like, it just... I'll still load it up, uh, even to this day. It's like, yeah, some of it doesn't, you know, hold up as well as it used to, but... It's still like a time traveling car. Mm -hmm. Marty is still cool. I mean, it. The movie does imply that a white dude wrote Johnny Be Good. That's problematic. Yeah, there's a lot of '80s problems with it. Yeah, yeah. much the way Bill and Ted's Excellent uh, Excellent Venture, another fantastic, yes. has a lot of '90s problems, but not as yeah. many as you'd think. They started filming uh, uh, Bill and Ted Three. Face the music, yes. the best and only possible title they could have done for the third movie. Right. I'm so it's proud such of a great them. title. Yeah, nice. But like, it holds up pretty well. I don't think I'd ever want to attempt trying to do like a modern retelling of Back to the mm -mm. Future. It's oh, just God, don't put that energy out there. No, not like just just because of the whole entire weird elements of like again white people inventing Johnny B. Good. Come on, I, I can understand the gag. Which is like, oh, John <laughs> Marty plays rock music and helps create rock music, but that's, eh. Problematic. Not needed. Yeah. But like, I don't know, just the thought of a time-traveling car is fun. And we need fun stories, too. We do that's need true. fun stories. That and you guys all claimed, like, the really good time travel. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a the thematic one. Here's the question about uh, Back to the Future. Shoot. What happened to the Marty of that timeline? Of the of the new timeline? Because hmm. 
Because our Marty is a poor kid who, who, who with a chip on his shoulder. That, that's part of his character. He's cool. He's got his band, but he's also, oh, you know, living at that living at in that house with in which his dad's bully regularly he shows up. Yeah, that's weird. And then he he comes to this new timeline where he's rich. So is there? But he still remembers being poor. Does he change or, without his own no. knowing it? I like, mean, yeah, because well, what? Yeah, we we see a second Marty there in the alternate in, in the new timeline who goes back in time, you know, after seeing Doc get shocked by Libyans. Oh, that's true. So that one <laughs> technically exists at the same time as Marty Prime. So that Marty goes back in time for who knows what happens. He's probably going to end up in timeline C. There's going to be infinite timelines that start sprouting off from this point. Uh, the, the time cops from, uh, that show up in Star Trek Voyager <laughs> are going to have a <laughs> real hard time sorting this one out. Oh my the God. Time- trouble with trebles. Oh no! <laughs> oh, and its counterpart, trials and tribulations. Yeah, that's yes. that's actually what I meant. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, no, trials and tribulations, very important. Um, so <sighs> classic. So any number of things could be happening in that second timeline that gets created, like good or uh, 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 the rich Marty appears in 1955 in that barn and immediately goes up to the farmers and gets shot. Who knows? That could happen. It's it's all all bets are off. Well, it depends on if you believe in self-corrective time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I I feel bad because there are so many time travel stories that we're like not mentioning. Like mm-hmm. none of us even we like reference but didn't really talk about Doctor Who. Yeah. True. We've mentioned Star Trek but we haven't gone into it. We mentioned and and Prince of Persia. And that and that one has like so um <laughs> has a time monster has time monsters. Ooh, you know the time traveler uh, referenced. Uh, we even- heroes. Well, heroes. Uh, oh God, Chrono heroes. Trigger. Oh yeah. The time traveler's wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kate and Leopold. <laughs> oh yeah. Any of those? Any of those stories where there's um? Oh, here I'm gonna do a shout out. One of my um college professors wrote a book um her name is bethany strider uh and the book's name is called something and um (laughs) but in that one it was very fascinating uh a dude from the past got pulled into the future taught cool spy shit and then was sent back in order to affect his timeline which is different (laughs) (laughs) like any uh, number of oh, them. oh 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 I don't know if this counts as time travel but uh Sleepy Hollow with uh the the, the TV show mm. it's time shenanigans cuz he's okay. man out of time oh no he I was feel a, different than time fuckery that's just a that's a time capsule well kind of deal damn it is that where captain america goes to yeah yeah it's a rip van winkle kind of thing yeah. but i love them so much sure like oh fuck off although cap Cap eventually becomes a time traveler too. Ah, yeah. Uh, oh. In not Infinity War, Endgame, time mm-hmm. travel. Yep. First Avenger, not time travel. Ugh, I guess. <laughs> and you know, I I understood what they were going with the, the uh, Endgame time travel. They didn't explain it too well 
at the time, but like as he just, as just play with it, it's like, yeah, just separate timelines. That they could have said that. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't, because why would they bother? But at the same time, you played up for last because characters trying to explain time travel to each other. Yeah, Always they would hilarious. be confused. You, you know what I fucking love about the time travel in, in Endgame? Yeah. They make the elaborate plan to get all of the Infinity Stones here before Thanos can. Uh, even though they know exactly when Thanos destroyed the Infinity Stones. They know exactly yeah. when it happened. They could have just time traveled to a week before that and pulled off their thing where they killed him, which they knew worked because they did it. <laughs> yep. I'm like, you guys, you had a plan. You just executed it a bit late and you have time travel. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. See, that's where time travel comes in. If time travel can solve your problem, you have the wrong problem. Yeah. Mm. Also, why didn't they wait a week for Carol to come back? Yeah. 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 Uh, also, uh, a cap shouldn't have pulled that shit at the end. That was bad for storytelling. Agreed. But that's okay. I don't think it's real cap. I think it's Hydra cap. Go on. Uh, Ooh, good. Uh, yeah. And also, the, there are like loads of, uh, like anime with this time travel. So, mm-hmm. so I watch, uh, the, the college humor rest in peace, um, or actually dropout show, uh, um, actually. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And show. every once in a while, one of their, uh, special shiny questions is about time travel and they put up timelines and you have to guess what time travel thing it's from. Uh, and I am awful at it and I never get it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, I should have known that. Most of the time, I'm like, I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Do we have a final... Final thought? Final thought on this. Time travel. Not even once. All right. (laughs) I was about to say, no. uh, All right. uh, You have have a gun to your head and... No, no, that's very grim. Someone is going to offer you a million dollars if you can write a time travel story in 24 hours. What mechanic do you use? Oh. Hmm. Huh. I will go first. Yeah. Go for it. I would use the uh, Groundhog's Day mechanic. Uh-huh. From the point of... And because I read this in a story, I still think this is the most, like, fucking fantastic thing ever. I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, uh, it was a Marvel fanfic. It was amazing. Uh, nice. But it was a Groundhog's Day scenario from the point of view of someone who wasn't repeating. Huh. So... But he was in contact with the person who was. So <laughs> every chapter starts with the guy like waking up the same day and he's like doing his shit. And then suddenly Steve, Ro- this is Bruce Banner. And suddenly Steve Rogers shows up on his motorcycle. And is like, okay, you just really have to listen to me. Here's what's happening. <laughs> huh. And every day, every day, but it's progressive. Um, and so, but and they every only day have Bruce Banner's all like, well, this might as well happen. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And Steve Rogers just was like, I know you say this every time, but please believe me. Uh, but it's progressive and they have to, they end up getting like Tony Stark involved to figure out how to solve it. But the solution, the MacGuffin, takes longer than 24 hours to build. So a huge portion of the story is shaving time, uh, trying to get multiple people involved, like, and trying to convince them. And it's great. And it's all from the point of view of the dude who isn't doing it (laughs) you should link you should just send me that story i will absolutely Uh, send you that story but yeah so i would i would definitely do a groundhog's day but i'd like to try it from that sort of outside mechanic yeah okay what what i would do uh it'd be a very short story 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's probably been done before, but whatever. I only have 24 hours. Um, exactly. For that million dollars. Uh, is a very quick story, a uh, closed first person point of view, a possibly first person narration as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I'm not sold on that one. Uh, cause who wants to write in first person? I do. Fight me. But someone watching, uh, events happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just a really quick, maybe just like five minute thing. And there'll be a sense of, so something specific will be happening. And, you know, this character is being very calm in a not calm situation or something that is quickly becoming not calm. Mm-hmm. And, you just watch them, like, have calmly, quickly kill someone in the middle of something and just follow them as they sit down and fade away because they just killed themselves. <gasps> oh, man. Oh, that's- wow. Oh, so that's a, uh, oh. that's a recursive. Not recursive. What am I thinking of? Uh, I don't know a- the name, which is why I described it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's the one where, uh, your past affects your future. Yeah. But no, and not even explain why it was done. Maybe like hint at it, hint around. So you get this, the negative space around what happened, why you felt you had to do <gasps> this. The negative space. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. That's me. All right. Uh, so. Al, do you have yeah. one? So what I want to do is a past treasure hunter. Ooh. Oh, cool. And like uh, uh, the kind of person that goes like back to the point of last na- own location of this object grab it and then and come back to the future for, to sell to highest bidder and was that what happened in the orville oh shit was or it? was that alternate no no it, it it is what happened in the orville nice <laughs> except you know she was uh, she was doing it by uh, like st- but also kidnapping a bunch of people which is like weird like it's a, a ship from the uh, whatever place just let's commission it but what I want to do is like, like, and in this story, like, that's a setting. And this is the story. And in the story, it's the job that fucks up. Oh, nice. I like that. Like, you just fucked up time. Oh, no. Like, but, but, but it was uh, just sitting, gonna sit there for like 10,000 years. Yes. Or what? I'm not sitting there for 10,000 years. And, and was it actually, it, what, it caused your, your parents to eventually meet? Ooh. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Cool. I'm remembering like eight more time travel stories. Brendan, quick, go. Yeah. 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 We're not going to go into it because this is supposed to be a mini goddamn episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about time right. travel though. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, if I uh, had to write a time travel story today, yeah. I'd do a murder mystery investigation story in which the main character can travel back in time, but only when they get uh relevant clues or something like that, that kind of act as linchpins that they can go back to that point. Chrononauts. So it's like, kind of. I was about to say, it sounds like save points, but for murder mystery. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is more like a, taking inspiration from a game called uh, Return of the Obra Dinn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, in that one... A uh, ship that had gone missing uh, when making its uh, uh, voyage uh, suddenly comes back with all crew aboard dead. <gasps> and you're an insurance adjuster trying to figure out what the hell happened. I love insurance. <laughs> and you're able to go back and 
figure out what happened. I just think if I were to play with time travel, like right now, mm-hmm. I'd probably play with that. That's awesome. Um, you're also, I think you're also describing a ghost trick. I've never played that uh, one. You're a ghost who, and you can use your ghost powers to possess certain job objects and then go back in time through them to like, mm. to then prevent, try to prevent like this one chick from dying because she keeps on dying. Oh, those chicks. <laughs> And they're dying. Just Women be like dying. that, you know? <laughs> How did you- Just dying left and right. No respect for the menfolk <laughs> who are just trying to get their lives in order. How did you get killed by a giant turkey statue? Just let me live my life, or not, as the case may be. I built a swig on it. What? <laughs> what? Also, the Terminator has time travel. <laughs> the Adventure no. Zone balance has time travel. We we end this now. <laughs> what else we are is not going to keep on going into. We're not going to keep on listing time travel stories. <laughs> Hard stop. <laughs> time stop. Listen, I just don't want people to get really mad at us for going. You didn't mention this. <laughs> oh, Pippin, that's assuming we have listeners. <laughs> If we didn't mention your favorite time travel story, just imagine that we said it right now. Yes. And <laughs> we we said it in a different timeline. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Good job. Good cover. There we go. Yep, yep. Uh it's actually compressed in a infinitesimally small amount of time that happened in that little uh <gasps> Jeremy break that Bear Me my speech just then. Oh, Jeremy Bear Me, yeah. baby. That's where it happened. The, the eye. It's the dog. In the eye of Jeremy. The dog Bear. Of the eye. That broke me. <sighs> Uh, yeah, so that was, that was time travel, you guys. As always, if you have a story to submit, head on over to nostoriesacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostoriesacred, or send us an email through contact at nostoriesacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcripts are available at nostoriesacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Stories Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash nostoriessacred. Until next time, we're No Stories Sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Pippin. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. I'm Brendan, and time is a circle. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) And we're... We're... No no story sacred. sacred. I cannot believe you did that to me. I I cannot believe you did that. Nothing is sacred. Nothing.